Hey, shalom, everybody. I really went back and forth um, with what the next step would be. I was excited about the Vadim because I had the first two weeks planned out in my mind in a way, a Seder Nochon and a good Seder, a Seder which I thought would take us through El in a good way. And uh, I think that's true, Baruch Hashem. But what the next step was, I went back and forth all week and I only really settled on it today, which for me it's the afternoon. So I had some time to think about it over my day. And I said to myself, not just to go according to the Seder HaParashios, of course, it's common to do that, talk about Shoptim, then Kitetse. I don't want to fall into that trap. Um, it's a limiting trap. But in the end of the day, I didn't fall into the trap, but I did go with that because I think it was the right thing to do. Okay, so <laughs> that's where we are. Pazik says, Kitetse la milchama aleivecha. The Orachayim HaKadosh is medayik, that it says, Kitetse, the proper nikud, would have been vowelization, would have been kitete limil chamo, like a shva, but it's with a patach or a chata patach, kitete la mil chamo. What's la mil chamo? La mil chamo. So the Orachayim Akadosh says, and it's an Orachayim that's Kedai uh, to see, says that, of course, on the ostensible level, the Torah is talking about the mil chamo, where you take a uh, yifas toar, etc. Ben Saramara, talking about, but the Pasik as kipatish yifotzeit sela. The Rei Torah are so rich and explained on so many different levels. So the other level, Kitetse La Milcha, means when you go out to the known war, not the no, not the war that we're ostensibly talking about in the positive, but the known war. The known war, of course, is the war with our Eitzahara. Um, everybody knows the Chovas Elavavas, that a band of warriors came back from uh, battle, victorious, etc. And they ran into, I believe, a Chassid. And the Chassid said to them, okay, you've been... Um, successful in that battle, but now the large battle stands in front of you. Large battle, what battle? The battle of the Itzahara, the battle of life. And in fact, I saw it was part of what, what um, told me to speak about this and to the, you know, there are a bunch of different ways we could have gone. I happened to see a quote of Uri Weisblum is the famed mashkiach of the Nachas Leviyam Yeshiva, one of Revolba's uh, less famous, the American Sea War, but quite famous in Eretz Yisrael Talmidim, and everybody knows Rav Leichter. And uh, etc. But uh, in Eretz Yisrael, really, there's the town, one of the biggest and older Talmudim is named Uri Weisblum, who is the uh, many decade uh, mashkiach and powerful mashkiach in Yeshiva called Nachal Salabim in, in Haifa. So he brought a quote basically from Rabbi Salanta, which I hadn't remembered seeing, that said, The foundation of Avoda, the foundation, the foundation of a person's Avoda Hashem is, is the milchama that a person goes through with himself, etc. So this idea of milchama, we find it in the parsha which we just read. We find it in the Chovas Lubavus, the central point. We find it at the beginning of one of the parshas of El, and we find it really, we saw referring to it. Okay, so Rosai, what's the point? Uh, why am I getting this? We have to know that there's a struggle. A lot of people don't realize that, that there's a struggle. There's a struggle in the world, right? We live in a very uh, Western thing. He doesn't like battles. There are a lot of battles around the world. I'm reading a book now about geopolitics. And I was shocked by how many battles there are around the world. The Greeks are kind of fighting with the Turks. You know, it doesn't mean not every time is it flaring up. The Shiites are fighting, fighting with the Sunnis. They should both be Matzliach, right? Iran and Iraq, and, you know, Saudi Arabia and Iran. There's a lot of battles going on. Just, I mean, Israel's used to everybody being against them, that's for sure. But all over, you know, Africa is a mess. Uh, it really opened my eyes, this book. I remember my father told me one time when I was a kid that anywhere, at any given time, there were about 100 different battles going around the, around the world. That's what he said back then, 40 years ago. Is that still true today? I don't know. 
But reading this book, you realize it's really a lot, you know, you got United States and China, you got Russia and Ukraine, obviously, you got United States and Russia, NATO, there's, there's a lot of shifting, a lot of battles going on. So there's a battle going on in the world between good and evil in the world inside of ourselves. We all struggle with different things. We all have struggles. I saw, it could be I've quoted in the context of the VOD, but I saw a phenomenal little short 10-minute uh, video once by a Canadian um, astronaut. I know that Canada had a space program, so this was eye-opening for me, the American. You know, But Canada has a space program, and this fellow was a commander. And, you know, he's already maybe 45, 50, a big hush of guy. And he's, well, the question that came to his desk was, you know, what would you have told a younger version of yourself? You know, so here's someone, you know, astronauts are, are really accomplished guys. Usually they're phenomenal physical specimens. They have to be quite bright. And this guy wasn't just a astronaut. He was a commander, whatever that meant. You know, uh, he was Khashiv in, in, in these ways. And he said, you know what I'd want to tell myself? And I remember I've, I've thought about it tens of times afterwards and it really, really made an impression on me. And he said, I would want to tell myself that everybody you meet is struggling with something, which I thought was really uh, profound insight. People are struggling. Now that that's more like in the you know, psychological world realm, but I'm just trying to sh take this idea of Milchama battle and kind of bring it into our thinking a little bit. Because on the one hand, like the Western mind doesn't like that idea of like battle. We're just friends with everybody, democracy. We all get along melting pot. But we see around the world and we see in ourselves, there's an idea of a battle. Um, and if I'm quoting things, I want to quote a good friend of mine, Gamaliel Shmalo, who told me also what I thought was a phenomenal insight. He says, you know, what's going on in the Torah? There is so much war in the Torah. Our partial last week, the Jews in Amalek, the Jews in the Zion Amu. We were battling 31. Yeshua had took on 31 different umos, uh, yeah, leaving Mitzrayim, destroying Mitzrayim. Then we get to Tanakh, and then we find civil wars. The Sheva bin Yaman against everybody else. Pelegish Begiva, David, and show David's men fighting with each other. The Malchus splits after Shlomo, Rechavim, and Yehud of Yisrael. Like, what is up? Now, why is there so much battle? So, so my Chavert said to me, he said, really, Tanakh is a reflection of the real reality. And the real reality is there's a battle. There are battles going on between, there's battles. So, yes, so Tanakh, which is, which is life, has battles in it because that's really how it is. Now, not every battle is as stated as David and Shoal with one ultimate winner in history, Malchus based David and Shoal being a, kind of a tragic figure. But there are, there are battles. And I, I'm not referring, of course, I hope no one thinks I mean like, oh, good, this is a plug for all the Machlokas, which exists in the Jewish world. No, no, not talking about Machlokas, but we're talking about the Shorish, the idea basically deep there that there is this concept of, you know, Melcham Torah. We even call it Melcham Torah. Right, Torah. I'm just. I just remembered. I wasn't planning on saying this, but it's on, on the occasion. We have a few moments. And I saw Sam Soper one time says, "What is the idea that that Talmidicham Marvim Shalom Bolam?" Where we say um, often, "Talmidicham make Shalom." Well, how did Talmidicham make Shalom? So the Sam Soper says, "Kedarko." You know, the Sam Soper is filled with brilliant and creative pshatim. That that there's a koach milcham in the world. There is this koach that comes into the world. It's in the divine order of things. This is something that's up there. Now, if it's taken towards Torah, it doesn't have to come out in another way. 
But if it's not taken towards Torah, it's going to come out another way. It has to come out one way or the other. So that's a beautiful shot of why Talmud Chumar Dafka Mar B'Shalom Bolam. How are they Mar B'Shalom? Because they are Mamayit. They take the Koch Milcham to Milcham to Torah. And by taking the Koch to Milcham to Torah, so therefore the Koch Milcham has, so to speak, been subdued and has been used up, right? It's like a person, so to speak, let's say, has a certain anger in him. If he takes it towards being angry about good things, he won't take it towards negative things, let's say, right? That, that was the shot of the, of the Samsover. So I say all this just to get us into that mindset that they're, but think about that. Milcham to Torah, Tamil argue, they battle with each other. There's battle. That's an Oivim. Kumar and Kedushin says, they're enemies. Uh, and when they go into the Shara, they're enemies. There's a point of enemies. You're saying this, how can you say this? This is how it is. That's how it is. I don't, I can't believe that's the shot. That's the shot. This is the shot. Enemies. White sworn enemies. Until they get to Advahab the Sufa. Right. But until they get to Advahab the Sufa, they have to go through a battle. So, you know, Rafutner's famous letter. No better example than that. I think maybe it's Reish Kafkes. If someone remembers, they're welcome to tell me. Um, but Rafutner writes that you have no idea when you look at the at an Adam Gadol, a great person, a Doi Yisrael. So you think he was just Kulo Kader, Shalmei Menuchos, and he had a nice, easy life. You have no idea how many battles, how many Sigol Lachor, how many retreats, how, how much conflict he went through to get to where he was. But battle, he went to battle. Right? The Chavetz Chaim he went to battle, says Rafutner. It's really a phenomenal letter to, to think. And, th- and that's really where, where things are at. So, so I was thinking now, as we're you know, doing a cheshpan and nefesh and reviewing our last year and building for next year, this idea needs some thoughts. What are my battles? What should my battles be? That's where we're really going to focus. But you also might want to think what are my community's battles, right? Communities have battles. Just digress that for a second. You know, it's known that, I'll just give a per- perfect example that, you know, the, Chaz- the Chazanish in the late 40s and 50s, he died in 53, but he wasn't into the battle which some of the Yushalmis were into about, you know, Yiddish as opposed to Hebrew. Not that he was for modern Hebrew, definitely not. But he didn't feel we should make a battle. So why he said that, he said, that's not today's battle. Today's battle isn't over Yiddish. Maybe we lost that one already. I don't know if you, I don't know that part I remember, but right. He would have rather that the instruction language be Yiddish. I'm not getting into the whole question why, but he said, that's not our battle, right? You know, that people, community leaders who have their finger on the pulse, there are a lot of things that we could talk about, a lot of problems, a lot of good things, a lot of good things to build with, but, but where's the battle? Where, where can my community get ahead? Where can not get ahead? Where am I investing something that's, in a losing battle, right? What, what, what's what's meaningless? And when you when you fight the meaningless battle, not only do you waste time, but you lose followers because people don't think that you're up on the times to know where things are, right? If you are too parv, you're not going to move anybody. Okay, that's just in terms of our community battles. But let's but but let's talk again in that idea, right? We're in this time as we look forward to the next year. Tough Shin Pei Pei Gimel. It's a time of reflection. It's a time of cheshba nevish. Time of thinking. So I want to just focus that a little bit around this question of battles. What are my real battles, and what should be my real battles? A person doesn't always recognize he has a battle. I'll give you an example. Having a good attitude towards something could be a battle, right? Your company's failing. So that's obviously, or it's not doing so well. 
that's obviously a battle for someone. That's, you know, the person doesn't need instruction in recognizing that. But do you realize that your attitude is a battle? What's your attitude towards your suffering? What's your attitude towards your difficulty? Do you see difficulties as a challenge, as an opportunity, as a way to make yourself better? Do you get broken by them, right? So your battle, now, it's, that's a great example because on a certain level, you think, oh, my battle is the fact my business isn't doing well. It could be the fact your business is doing well, there's very little for you to do. It could be a real battle is in your attitude about the fact your business isn't doing well. Or maybe you're someone who has a disposition which isn't so happy, right? You just kind of like, there's certain people, it's, it's popular among certain firm people to kind of always feel that they have the, 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 the small end of the stick, always getting the smaller room, the shorter vacation, the smaller house, the not as nice car. There's a certain attitude like that. So, so now you feel like your problem is, my issue is that I'm getting these small things. That's the reality. Guess what? That's not your battle. Your battle is your attitude about how you view it, right? Um, you can't get anywhere in your learning. A person finds that his learning is just not, not developing, not going. Right, he wants to remember. Let's say he wants to go deeper. He's not finding depth in Torah. He's not finding enjoyment in Torah. He's not finding he's not finding in Torah. Let's say remembering in Torah. Davening is a perennially weak point. That could be a battle for him, right? There, there, there. There's all types of battles in the, in the realm. What I'm trying to sh- what I want everybody to see it could, it could be a competition you have with someone, right? A person maybe his brother is more successful than him. So he doesn't realize. So you feel like your problem is that your brother's more successful. That is your battle. But but what's your attitude about that? How do you deal with that? How do you how do you look at it? How are you how are you handling with that? Like we would say in Yiddish, that's your battle. Okay. So and sometimes it could be that's there are things which should be your battle, right? Let's say a person was very very loose with lush and hara, right? And he's just kind of like, look, you know, the Chavetz Chaim Heritage Foundation is going to keep coming with new videos and new stuff, and new ways to make me feel guilty. I'm done with that. Like, I just, you know, I'm not, I just, I'm done. You know, Lush and Har is part of my life, and I'm done. But the Chavetz Chaim, right, would probably tell you, no, you're not done. You got to get back into the battle. Like, get get up, right? It could be the Chavetz Chaim Foundation's uh, newest video is not the way for you to get back to it, and it could be reading two halachas a day might not be the way, but there is a way for you to get back in that battle. And, and now, Obviously, we could say, look, okay, so now, every, what am I saying? Every single a- avenue and aspect of life is about it. No. Then then we're going to, of course, none of us have the Nakudas of the Bechira to fight everywhere, right? Everybody knows when did, you know, when was Germany finished? In 1944, June 6th or 7th, when Normandy, Baruch Hashem, happened, and they were batting on two, on two serious fronts, that was when everybody knew the war was over. You know, they asked Rumstead, I think he was the head of the, western front like you know what should we do now the what should we do now uh he was uh, germany Machimo, and the wehrmacht or the holy wehrmacht had nothing to do with the, the show of course they were all good people right just fighting obviously so what what, what should they do so they asked rumstead i think his name was Machimo, what should we do so he said sue for peace idiot sue for peace you know, so i think he was he, got, he soon got relieved that's not what the high command, the Nazi high command in Berlin wanted to hear. Right? He said, super peace, it's over. You know? Russia's fighting us on the East. The Americans and the British are coming on the West. We're done, right? We're toast. He recognized that, right? So when you have, to, obviously, if you're fighting on too many sides, you're not going to be much left. So what I'm looking for here and what I want, what, what, what we want to look for over this week and the weeks 
is, you know, the real battles and things like that, like that, that Lush and horror person, right? Not just because the Chavetz Chaim Heritage Foundation made it a big deal and not because the Chavetz Chaim made it a big deal, because you know in yourself, wow, I'm really, he- when it comes to Shemir HaZalash, I'm Hefker. Like, I'm just, I'm out of it, you know? It's not a battle to me, I'm out of it. So let, let, let's go further into that example. What would be the battle? The battle is the person who's trying new things and is on it and recognizes a problem and he has a loose mouth and he's trying and he's in it. He's in the battle. So that's he knows that's one of his battles. The other person who's has dropped that as a topic, so he thinks to himself, that should be one of my battles, right? Um, you could feel like, I wish I'd learned Yerushalmi. Let's say me, myself. I wish I learned Yerushalmi, right? It's not one of my battles today. I have too much in Babli that I don't know. That's not a battle to me. A battle to me is to know what I'm learning well, right? That's a presentation for publishing a book soon on that topic. So that's my battle. If you ask me, I know very well. This is my battle. You know, my brother would like to see me to learn Kabbalah. It's not my battle right now. I'm just too busy. I wish I could. Maybe it's in my life eventually, but that's not my battle right now, right? A battle might be more learning more Musa, learning this. That's So you have to know and what should be your battle, right? There's certain areas where you just like to ignore, but things are really falling apart and you're not doing a good job in those things. So you have to like raise your raise your game a little bit in those areas. So those are those are when I was reflecting on this. That's what I thought. The first topic is to understand, right, and appreciate that there is life is a battlefield, right? Life is a battlefield. There is a battle between good and evil. There are many, many, many marmacomas and many, many sources. I, I tried to introduce it at the beginning of our little session today. You have to come in contact with that. Now again, what's the difficulty? Let's just let's just do a quick review and we'll get to the Kabbalah when and, and on other stage, right? If we would be, you know, grimy and have a M16 slung over our shoulder and not know when the next where the next shooting is coming from. So then we'd understand we're in a battle, right? When we have set lives, Baruch Hashem, set Parnassus, who come into our own offices and things like that, it's easy to forget that there's a battle going on, right? Because we're doing good things and we have our, our our routines and we need our routines and we have our Shabbos meals, we eat our challenge. So I'm not in a battle. I just I was on vacation. I was in England. I have no battles. No, 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 no. You have a battle. There are battles. There are battles. Definitely. You are but you are battling things like that, like that, like that Canadian um astronauts had everybody struggling with something we're all struggling with things right struggling with things within ourselves struggling with things in our vote Hashem, struggling with our relationship with others there, there are points of struggle and at least there are definitely points that should be points of struggle which we're not giving the proper credence to to recognize that these are points of struggle okay so this is a very special you know another step in the Hesh now so that's Aleph is recognized there are battles two is to deal with that question what are my battles? What are my struggles? What should be my battles or struggles that I'm just not, I'm not even in the fight about? What am I fighting about? It's good to know, you know, just reflect. Some of us know right away, right? But by reflection, you think, oh, that's, I see that, I see from the way I'm acting, this is something I'm really working a lot. You know, I'm having a problem, my, I'm having some issue with my marriage. I see that I'm really in it and thinking about it. Oh, I didn't realize that my, my marriage is really a struggle. My relationship with my brother is really a struggle. I thought it was just, yeah, that's really one of my struggle points in life. Okay, good. So I've identified that. The other thing is that there are points in my life which I've just given up on. You know, it could be, God forbid, a child I've given up on or something like that. Hey, I got to get back in that. I, there's a struggle there. I have to, I have to, I, don't give up on this kid, right? They're, even on a, on a low level, you know, not, not really, but in a certain way you have, or you're giving up on some aspect of yourself. Ooh, I'm not struggling in that area anymore. I just kind of gave up on that. I thought that's, it's not for me, really could be for me. Okay. 
So identification that there is struggles. What are my struggles? What should be my struggles? And then, of course, the, the difficult thing is you need a strategy. You know, military strategists spend years at strategy. Now, we know that the Israeli Air Force, which miraculously knocked out the Egyptian and Syrian um, Air Force in two days or whatever it was in 1967, and, and it was absolutely miraculous, right, at the end of, towards oh, the beginning of, when was Sivan, right, the end of Sivan, the end of, no, 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 the end of, the end of, a, end of ER, right? End of ER going to Sivan. It was miraculous, absolutely miraculous. But there was a battle plan, you know, they had a, they had a tremendous battle plan. They didn't just throw it up there at the end, you know, send a few guys to send a few planes to England, to, to Egypt. They had a real plan. I don't know. It was a plan that they worked on. They went over. Believe me, there are all these contingency plans. What about what if this? What if that? What if that? What if that? Right? Believe me, the, the Israelis and the Americans have a whole bunch of Iranian plans. Will they come into fruition? Will they not come into fruition? I, I, that I don't know, but I have no doubt they have really, really, really well worked out plans, right? No doubt about it. America, if Russia does this, we do this. They're, they're, they're strategists. So same thing. So I was thinking the next step, this is a more difficult step, would be thinking, you know, to identify an area or two of battle and think what's your strategy going to be over the year? Now, why is this very different thinking? Because the normal way of thinking is, let's say, let's say we take Lashon Hara, you know, you say, oh, Lashon Hara, you know what? I'm going to make a chizik in Lashon Hara. I heard a shmuz, and I'm going to be mischazik in Lashon Hara. I'll be mischazik in Shmir Seinayim. I'll be mischazik in, in whatever, learning, right? Chizik is great. The Rabbonu Shalom is not mekapeach schar kolberia, whatever person does, Hashem appreciates, especially in our low door. But that's not a strategy. That's not a battle plan. That's just a chizik. Likely it'll be there today and gone in a few weeks or a few months. Because it's not a plan. A plan means... I have this thing called a low self-image, you know. I might not, I might not lick that this year in Tavshin Pei Gimbal. I'm serious about it. But in Tavshin Pei Gimbal, I want to make these strides. I'm going to take these steps. I might not lick Lashon Hara in Tavshin Pei Gimbal, but I'm, I have a plan of what I'm going to do about it, right? It might mean first learning a lot. It's patience. It's a lot more serious endeavor, you know, right? If you think about it, it's a very, very serious endeavor. It might be a little beyond this, but something to try at least, right? Can we draw up a plan? I, I hope, I want I want you to hear this, as you hear this, I want you to feel the tension and the difference between that and just saying, be mischazik, you know? Avodah Hashem can be so sophisticated, it can be so big, but a lot of times I'm talking about, oh, they make it so small because we just turn it into this like chizik business, you know what I mean? You go to shmooze and it's all just about chizik and the rubber just wants you to get a little bit better. That's good, it's good, it's all good but we could do a lot better than that. A battle means you need a plan. It means you have a tochnit, and the tochnit could be a long time, and it's not just a, a one-time thing. Because again, if we're talking about what our real struggles are, our real struggles relate to our real self, right? The things we're all good at, you know? I have a natural, just maybe it'd be helpful to the T where, you know, this is what I write about in my book, but I have a natural ability, God-given ability, which was, you know, developed from my rebbeim of being in Shiva to, to delve into things. That's, you know, Baruch Hashem. I don't have a great memory and I don't have naturally great Chazara skills. So learning Ian, this morning here, I don't consider a battle for me, right? I have to do it better, I have to do it worse, less better, but knowing and remembering is a battle. And if I don't engage with like a battle, I'm not going to get to there. 
I always have to get better in learning Ian also, I wish, you know, et cetera. But that's not my battleground. But the other things which are a battle, that's that's the feeling. There's there's getting better and there's battle. So I thought that was that I thought that's the again. Now the Pussing is talking specifically in terms of, of the context of the Eight Sahara. So I did take the idea a little bit and made it a little bit wider. I hope not incorrectly. I realize it's not exactly the message of the Orachim. But again, like I said, I'm not trying to be Neman to the Seder of Parshish. Right, who, and who says that Orachim is the Seder Parshish? <laughs> there are 45 minutes in Kitetse. Maybe that's the one, you know? So just because most Darshan I'm talking about Kitetse and Muhammad doesn't mean that that's the one, right? I'm just really just using that as a, like I said, as a as a springboard, right? So I'm springboarding from the Parsha to something which I think is a really good thing for us to think about. So, so to keep the so our Kabbalah, we're two weeks from Rosh Hashanah, time to get serious. So, like I said, the first week, our whole base of everything is is Aliyah Regal, I think Kirvis Elikim Litov, that we're going to continue, and I've been trying to continue. It's been good for me to continue with the positive and negative, uh, something done positive with the God consciousness something negative done also with that God conscious. I'm not engaging, as I saw from the feedback, which is very, very good. I'm not engaging in this thing. And keep in mind, not just now I'm not engaging in it. I'm not engaging in this thing. I'm disengaging from this thing because I want to stay focused on the Rebona Right? That's the Kana. Not just the Tikkun in myself, but I'm doing this positive thing to get closer. I'm doing this positive thing with a mindset to get closer. And I am getting closer as I'm doing it. And I'm avoiding this negative thing. The next thing we said was last week's the idea of Cheshman and Epish. Each of the weeks spend 15 minutes, and we're keeping those things going. And now we're adding that over this week to sit down and really think about ourselves, identify what are my battles in life? You know, the two or three that, and, and what should be my battles? Is there anything which really should be my battle, which I've just kind of like been miyayish and let go of, right? And really, I don't, I shouldn't. I should be still fighting in that thing, and I'm not. And then, you know, let's say in just one or two of those things, right? Again, I would try to identify like three or four battles, the one or two that were not, if we put numbers on it, I'm suggesting three or four, three or four things that are, you know, current battles, one or two or three things that were just have forgotten about, right? And then let's say for two of them, for two of them to 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 make a, a plan, it's really part of Cheshman Nevish, but we're taking this Cheshman Nevish in a specific way. Do your regular Cheshman Nevish. I'm not taking away from that. Whatever you do, did last week, keep doing this week and the next week. Excellent. But besides that, a specific uh, strategy of a battle plan, right? This battle, how can I, how in Tushin Pei Gimel am I, am I going to have this battle? And like I said, I repeat, doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to get to Shleimut in the thing, but that I can, I hope to be at a different place at the end of the year in this battle than I am in this, than I am uh, right now, right? My Lushan Haro will through my study through my this through my that will be a different place my dealing with my weak self-image right will be at a better place because i did xyz my not being happy enough will be this maybe my health maybe some people some people their issue might be uh, here's a perfect example perfect example right some people are, are very aware of their health and it's a battle to them and they're in it some people have forgotten about it i spoke to someone who says i'm done with weight loss you know just i'm done you know <laughs> i'm done you know that's it come 
So that would be a good example. He's not in the battle anymore, right? Now, by the way, that sometimes is a position, you know, you're doing too many things, you know. Barksham, I, I got I, I left the weight loss battle for about six months, three months I got back in it. So I'm I'm back in the battle for weight loss. I hope you'll be a th- I hope you'll see a thinner version of myself by Tupshin Pay Dog. But uh, you know, but um, you can't see it on the screen so much. My face is pretty thin, but but right that, I know that's a perfect example. I knew at a certain point I just said, like, I'm involved with other things. It wasn't such a yay issue. It was obviously a little bit of yayish, but it wasn't a bad yay. It's kind of like I'm doing with other things, I'm just leaving it for a while. But then I, I brought myself back into it, you know, new plan, new, t- new, new, new thing, but you got to have a strategy, you know, a strategy isn't just the next, a strategy definitely is not the next diet that comes up on in your YouTube channel. You know I mean? Definitely not. That's not a strategy. That's a strategy for further yayish because most diets don't work. We all know that you got to think of something else. What can work for you? You know, get a strategy. Okay. So mostly that's what we're going to do. Keep going with the work of the positive, negative, your regular cheshman nevish 15 minutes a week, keep it up. And now this avoda over over the next two weeks, the next week and this week, to think about our battles. What are my three, four areas that I'm battling in life? What are some areas where I should be battling and I'm not? And then more difficult, you know, can I start to make a strategy for those battle points that that come, you know, Rashana Tufshin Pei Dalid, Latova, that I'll be in a different place. Not I won't necessarily be out of the battle. Maybe the war won't be done, you know. It took six years to be Machnir the Nazis. It took a long time. You know, not everything was a six-day war. We have miraculous wars in Israel. Most wars, World War One, Civil War, World War Two, Iran, Iraq. You know, many wars take a long time. Battles take a long time. And I'm looking, but but I can I can see by doing these things, I'll be in a better place. I'll be in a smarter place. Okay, so Baruch Hashem, that's why I'm, I'm very happy that it went this way. I think it was a good place to take it. It's a lot of work. And I wish everybody much at Slav. I got to run to another Vod. And I look forward to hearing and seeing everybody next week. Robot Slav, Shalom. Oh, thank you.